This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio, commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? We're the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. As always, I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQualsCFP.com. If you want to jump in, be a part of the show with a question, a comment, even a disagreement, click email the show at FinancialCoachingRadio.com. An article written by Barbara Roper. She's the director of the Investor Protection for the Consumer Federation of America. Uh, let's see what she has to say about what your financial advisor isn't telling you. What your financial advisor isn't telling you. Afraid to tell you. Won't tell you. Doesn't know to tell you. There are many things. This is going to s- surround or be focused mainly on a rule change having to do with investment and financial folks. Now You know what I say. What your financial advisor won't tell you they won't tell you how they're compensated they won't tell you all of their conflicts of interest they won't tell you about their lack of knowledge in financial planning that's just the reality of the world we live in but you can do a better job for yourself and your family if you get a second opinion on your investments your financial plan your retirement plan from an independent fee only certified financial planner so what does barbara have to say She says, what are the main provisions of the SEC rule for brokers, which goes into effect June 30th, 2020? Brokers, firms, or individuals in the business of selling securities, keyword they're selling, are supposed to act in the customer's best interest and are prohibited from placing their interest ahead of of the customer's interest. If you're sitting there scratching your head wondering, why this rule is not already in effect where folks who sell investments have to put their your interest excuse me we'll say the complete opposite your interest ahead of their own well your guess is good as mine but that's supposedly be the rule coming out next year Uh, the sec the Securities and exchange commission never defines they never define best interest what is actually best interest it's kind of a vague term here's the bottom line on this new rule It'll make a dent, a small dent, in all the bad investment recommendations that are coming down the way from financial salespeople, but it won't do enough. It won't do enough by a long shot. So what is best interest? Uh, The FINRA, the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, interprets its existing standard for brokers, brokers to make suitable recommendations. An investment that's suitable for you doesn't mean it's in your best interest at all. 
How will brokers handle disclosures and conflicts of interest? That's a question she's posing. Uh, they have a lot of leeway to how to comply, she says. They can provide a boilerplate vague disclosure about cost, conflicts of interest, and other terms of the client relationship on the front end and delay providing details until after the transaction is complete. I laugh because what? What? You, you can wait till the transaction is done before you tell them all the details. Amazing. Brokers, along with investment advisors, must provide clients with a customer relationship summary form covering the topics such as fees and services, stating the legal obligation to act in the investor's best interest. Look, how many of you listening right now have signed a document, opened some accounts, hired a financial salesperson, whether you call them a financial advisor or not, hired a financial advisor, and you have no idea what they're charging you. This just happened to someone who called me the other day. It's like, hey, what's your fee? What are you paying them? I don't know. Did they not make you sign something saying they told you? No, don't remember. This happens all the time. If you don't know in plain English what your financial advisor's responsibility is, what they're charging you, how often they're going to charge you, any other conflicts of interest that exist between you and the advisor, fire them. Now. Now. Today. They're not helping you. They're not. They're, if they're not going to tell you, be transparent with you, how can you really trust them? How are investment advisors affected? Because of the other two topics we've just covered in this segment of Financial Coaching Radio had to do with financial salespeople. An investment advisor, per the rules and regulations, is supposed to be different. How are they going to be affected by this new rule? There's a new interpretation of the existing regulations for investment advisors who are paid fees to provide advice as opposed to making sales recommendations. If that sounds confusing to you, well, kind of join the club. It's not confusing to me because I understand it. There's a difference between someone that's selling you something and what uh, standard they have to adhere uh, by putting your interest first and someone who's advising you. It's got to got to kind of select that sink in and maybe it'll make more sense. The SEC makes clear that advisors don't have to avoid even easily avoidable conf- I'm reading this as I go. I'm amazed. They don't have to avoid easily avoidable conflicts of interest. Come on, man. There's been this distinction to investment advisors have a fiduciary duty while brokers are subject to not having a fiduciary duty. While this rule, both standards, with this rule, both standards are weak and neither requires your investment professional to do what's best for you. I'm going to say that again. This new rule that recently passed, taking effect supposedly next year. Whether you're working with a financial salesperson or an investment advisor, both standards of meeting your best interest are weak and neither are required to do what's best for you. That's what you, you have to listen to financial coaching radio to, for you to be in the driver's seat. Don't hire an, an advisor who is not independent, meaning they work for a bank, an insurance company, an investment firm. Just don't do it. Don't hire an investment advisor, a financial advisor, whatever their title, unless they are fee only. And don't hire them unless they are also in addition to those other two items, a certified financial planner. Uh, the article goes on to say, do you anticipate additional rulemaking regarding the fiduciary standards? Uh, virtually all Democrats in the House of Representatives recently voted for an amendment to prohibit 
the SEC from spending money to implement its regulations, so they got a bill passed, a rule passed, but no money to enforce it. Odds are long that the amendment will pass the Senate, but if a Democrat is elected president in 2020, the new administration will likely reopen and revise the rule. How can you find an advisor to act in your best interest? I'm not. I'm done beating that horse. I'm done beating it. Look, do a quick Google search of fee-only versus fee-based, fee-only independent advisors. Read some information on Kiplinger, Forbes, Fortune, Market Watch, Money Magazine. I don't care where you get the article. It's all going to say the same thing. The th- same thing that I tell you on this show. I don't care what the rules and regulations are, if they're weak or they're strong. You don't need to worry about any of that. It comes down to who does your advisor really work for? Who really pays your advisor? And what? how is their compensation structure set up so that it has conflicts of interest with your interest, your best interest? And how do they know what they're supposed to know? Certified Financial Planner. If you want more information, go to jasonqualscfp.com. I know you listen to other financial radio shows and you believe in their books and their seminars and their baby steps and their one-size-fits-all approach. And you believe that's in your best interest. I disagree. And I know you got a girl, you got a guy that you trust. And you think that they're serving your best interest. They're likely not. How do I know that? Well, been in this industry for almost two decades. I am one of the only advisors in the area and one of a few small percentage of others in the whole entire country that have taken a stand against the practice of not putting clients first. Went out and became independent, fee-only, and a CFP. You can hire just that. Go to jasonqualscfp.com to learn more. Don't have to be me doesn't have to be me you hire me you need to hire someone like me or you're gonna get taken for a ride and end up my off in my office a year five years ten years from now scratching your head about all the money you wasted and all the bad advice you received because you went and hired the wrong type of financial professional jason qualls cfp.com all right gonna take our first break if you got a question and comment get on to social media get on to email Send them on in. Financialcoachingradio.com. Financialcoachingradio.com. All right. I'm Jason Kowal, certified financial planner. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and you're locked in to WGNS. Stick around. More honest, ethical, straight shooting. Financial talk is on the way right after this. When you work with an independent insurance agent, you put the power of choice to work for you. Independent agents know several companies and their coverages, which means more options. And because companies like Donegal Insurance Group use the independent agent system, you not only get quality insurance, you also save money. The independent insurance agent system. Discover the power of choice. Make Middle Tennessee Insurance Group your choice. Call today for your hassle-free quote at 615-898-0053. 
We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice, buy investments. We can even get a will for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy it can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 will bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website, bakercouncil.com, so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio with you every Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock right here on WGNS. Time to talk taxes now with Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero, Hale and Welch. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Here's how many small business folks claim the new 20% small business tax break. Entrepreneurs with a 2018 taxable income below 157500 if single, 315000 if they were married, filing jointly, they've qualified for the 20% small business tax break. Just over one in 10 filers have claimed it. The new 20% deduction. What is up with that? One in 10? One in 10. Of the, that were eligible for it, I assume. I guess. Qualified business income deduction is one of the new features of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act that went into effect last year. This new tax break allows owners of pass-through entities, including S-corporations, partnerships, sole proprietorships, to deduct up to 20% of their qualified business income. I, everyone that I did got the, the QBI deduction, uh, if you know if it, it was allowed. Up to this date, or that date, the IRS has received more than 134 million returns. In all, filers claiming roughly 74 billion in so-called QBI deductions taken as of the date of May 23rd. While it being the first year, I think everyone is still trying to figure it out. Was it difficult? Was there more information you needed to make this happen? Yeah. uh, So, especially with those that are, you go over 415,000, it goes into a different calculation other than just the 20%. Let's say they're in that spot where they're under the limit. Is there more income and expense information you need? No, not really. Uh, That's what I'm saying. If you get under those higher earners, then you get into actually looking at w-2s and stuff like that uh and looking at uh at the asset base as well yeah there's limitations as kevin just mentioned if you make more than one hundred fifty-seven thousand five hundred in single three hundred fifty thousand if you're married filing jointly that's for last year's numbers there's also limitations that if you are a doctor a lawyer or an accountant you can't take the deduction at all if their taxable income exceeds two hundred seven seven thousand five hundred dollars single four hundred fifteen thousand if married so there's special income rules for certain professions right so those professions you just named uh they get it up to a certain point but then it phases out between uh, like the 157 and was it 200 and something 215 215 and then married filing joint be three in between 315 and 415 it completely phases out and they do not get it if they're above that for those professions 
Even tax software providers were caught by surprise by these rule changes, and accountants had to override the programs to calculate the deduction. That would be a nightmare. Yeah, we had to do it on a few. So it's not catching the information. Yeah, it's like the information is there. It's just uh, you didn't feel like it was right. So you have you go back through the calculation and find some kind of, I don't say error, but maybe a mistake in their calculation. But I, I got a feeling that the software now has worked out the kinks. CNBC is claiming that they're putting it back on accountants that they just weren't comfortable enough with the rule. <laughs> or maybe they were too lazy to go through the extra Who's steps. Who's putting it back on? CNBC.com. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Is that they're saying that, hey, I don't understand it. Let's just go do it the old way. No. Yeah. I, I would, <laughs> the one, in, you said one in ten, nine yeah. out of ten did not use it. That's right. That were eligible for it. I would say a lot of that nine out of ten are, are going to be people with rental property that are filing their own tax return and just don't know how to do it. Probably so. Probably so. There's probably some extra. I, I've, ne- I didn't, I've never went through the return, the new software. Going back through your old software and new software, was it a big change or is it no. automatic? It, it, it was fairly automatic. So give the listeners a general overview, Some a simple business. Let's say we've got $100,000 of income for a sole proprietorship. Okay. That's after expenses. So what does this new deduction in a general very basic sense mean to them they get a deduction of twenty thousand dollars or twenty percent of that hundred thousand just for being a business owner. just for being a business owner and then your federal taxable income would be taxed at eighty thousand dollars leave out all the so, standard deduction and, and all the that. old way of doing it you would have to claim the whole 100 the 000. whole hundred now the diff there is one caveat there you do not get that deductions for self-employment income, the Social Security and Medicare tax. You oh, are that's st- a good tip. So this is only on federal income tax. That's right. That's right. It's not a write-off for payroll taxes. Right. That's right. Of course not. <laughs> they got to get their FICA. <laughs> it has to be huge. Somebody's, you know, I've been having a lot of conversations with people about you know, the tax cuts and why the stock market's doing so great. And I'm saying, well, a lot of the reasons that the stock market is doing so great is, one, companies are making money, but that's they're paying less taxes than the large corporations. But you're seeing a lot of small business owners that got more back, paid less taxes, and they're putting that into the economy. Yeah, so and I don't claim to be an economist or anything, but if, I, you know, my tax is reduced not by 20%, but my taxable income is reduced by 20%. That money I'm going to do something with, whether I'm putting it in the bank, I'm putting it back into my business by buying new equipment, or I'm going on a vacation, or maybe I'm giving more to my employees. Any Either way you look at it, I'm not hiding it under a pillow or putting it in, burying it in my backyard. I'm putting it back into the economy. Into the economy. Yeah, that's going to further create growth. And I don't remember... Maybe you do. I don't remember small business owners specifically. And it's not everyone. You know, highly compensated small business owners aren't really getting this deduction. But the majority of small business owners, especially in this area, just got a 20% tax break. Right. And I don't remember a tax break for small business ever. I don't in the, remember In the one 20 ever, years I've been doing this. Ever. So it's huge. Yeah, it's huge. Any other changes coming down the way with tax laws? I know these all these laws are set to expire in basically five years yeah 2024 is that right yeah 2025 somewhere in there yeah. who knows what will happen with that's going to be a, a lot well you got to take advantage of a while you got to get it whether getting's good right I, I i don't think there's going to be a lot of changes over the next couple of years even 
if the election next year uh, changes who's in the White House. I do not think that they'll have the uh, ability to change the tax code that much in the next few years. Kevin Sizemore, CPA with Tothero Hell & Welch, THWCPA.com. The IRS has introduced a new tax withholding estimator. So without reading through the article and finding out about this calculator, this estimator, what would someone use a tax withholding calculator for? That That's for employees. I know what you're talking about because I read an article about it uh, just yesterday. The uh, It's for employees. You can find it on the IRS's website. And you can go through that estimator to see where you're at, uh, and that way you, it'll help you fill out your W-4, which your employer is using to calculate your withholding on your paycheck. So you have the right amount of taxes withheld, so you don't overpay or underpay. That's right. Does, is the, the general consensus that a lot of people underpaid for 2018 or overpaid? Uh a lot of people did not get as much of a refund this year as they did employer people. Uh, no, I'm sorry, employees didn't get the refund that they had expected or had grown accustomed to from previous years, and that's because the tax tables changed and they weren't. They were basically getting that refund over the course of the year. So their employer, their job was withholding less in taxes each week, each month, that's or however right. they're paid. That's right. So this, if you're kind of confused about that, well, hey, I got this huge refund or I had to pay a couple thousand bucks, you can use the new estimator on the IRS website to figure out how close you are with your withholding. Do you feel like these things are accurate? Since I'm looking at some of the screenshots, it's getting into itemized expenses, it's getting into dependents, it's getting into other income, and how many, yeah, that, those are all questions that will generate a pretty close number to yeah. what you should be with. I think if you're honest with where, what you know what the income numbers are, I think you, it should come close to what you where you're at. I think the most people listening are like, yeah, that sounds like a very nice tool, but my employer handles all of that, and they just say they take out whatever they take out. Look, <laughs> it's your money, so I mean, you, you should take control of it. And, and, and use the uh, the tools that are available to you. And it's also certainly better to always have more withheld than too little withheld. That's right. So That's right. most people, I think, they would hate having to write a check to the IRS come April 15th. Yeah. Tell the Helen Welch, been in business over five decades right here in Middle Tennessee. Do all full accounting and tax preparation services. Go online, thwcpa.com. Kevin Sizemore, CPA, offices right here in Rutherford County. What's the best phone number for you uh 615-848-1072 uh, this is financial coaching radio take your next break if you got a question hit us up online at financialcoachingradio.com i'm jason qual certified financial planner back right after this Listen up. When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonqualscfp.com. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher. 
Whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. Buyer opportunities are better than ever. So call me at Reliant Realty to find out more. 615-445-5073. Real estate is a key to building long-term wealth. So ask for me, Gabriel Fancher, when you call 615-445-5073 or online at mt615.com. Again, that's mt615.com. 615-445-5073 for all your real estate needs. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Welcome back to The One Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell, so they're not pushing any financial products, seminar tickets, or books. We'll leave that to the other shows. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. For all about me, go to jasonquallscfp.com. jasonquallscfp.com. We're talking taxes this segment with Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero, Hell, and Welch, THWCPA.com. Tax planning for beginners. Six concepts to know. Everyone's kind of a beginner, in my view. Tax planning's hard. It's hard. You got a lot of different, the, the more you make, the more income sources you have, the more complex it can be. Yeah, the, you know, if you have a, a taxpayer or a client that, that has one business and that's his source of income, it's pretty easy. When you start adding two, three, four different sources of income, whether it be just a W-2, you start adding multiple rental properties, stuff like that, it starts to get kind of confusing. Understand your tax bracket. We're in the marginal tax rate system in the U.S., whatever your tax bracket is. Does not mean that's the tax rate you pay on all income. It is a graduated scale. So know what tax bracket you're in. There's a 10% bracket, a 12, a 22, a 24%. A 32, a 35, and a 37%, which is where you want to be. <laughs> right? That's where you want to be. Yeah, if you're paying 37%, you're doing pretty good. That hurts to be in that bracket. The difference between tax credits and tax deductions would be good to know. And I think this is less relevant today because there are some credits out there. But tax deductions, most people aren't itemizing anymore. No, most, most the average person's using standard deduction. Now. Which is now what level of of money? It's single is twelve thousand, married filing joint is twenty four thousand. So, so before you do anything on your tax return, that comes off of your income. That's right. How do we get into the the standard deduction rule? You think why not just make tax rates less and make no deduction? I don't know. <laughs> well, they started. I guess they started letting uh, individuals have itemized deductions, and so they. So that's like, not fair. Mor- yeah, like mortgage interest, real estate taxes, and giving your write-offs for your kids, yeah, and, charitable contributions. So they wanted a way to make it fair, I guess. So, but like, by adding more levels to it, it makes it so much more complicated. To say everybody pays, there's three tax brackets. There's a ten, a fifteen, and a twenty. Yeah, that would have been no a lot deductions. Easier. It would have been a lot easier. <laughs> Now, if you got some crazy situation, maybe we allow some special situation. Your house burns down or something. Yeah. But in general, 
Make it simple. But that is not actually going to be the case anytime soon. Are you taking the standard deduction versus itemizing? I think a lot of people are kind of happy with the high standard deduction amounts that they do not have to keep a bunch of records on their itemized deductions. Yeah, and I've, I've wondered with a lot of people would make charitable contributions there at the end of the year to get, you know, if they were close to itemizing, they might make a large charitable contribution at the end of the year. I wonder how um, how that went this past year under the new standard deduction rules. And I do know, I do have a few clients that will double up their uh, charitable contributions this year. Uh, you know, they di- didn't want to give less to whatever they chose to, gave to give to, but they would make a contribution at the beginning of the year and then make a large contribution at the end of the year, too. And then the next year, they wouldn't make any because they knew it wouldn't be enough to get above the standard deduction. So it's a little tax planning situation there. For all tax planning needs, reach out to Tothero, Helen Welch, Kevin Sizemore, CPA, THWCPA.com. If you got a tax question off the air, that number is 848 1072. If you're looking for ways to tweak your income, lower your taxable income, don't forget about contributing to a retirement plan 401k, 403b, 457, traditional IRA. You can also look at your health, health savings account. A lot of people are underutilizing HSAs. If your employer is providing one, you may want to take a look at doing one, especially if you have outgoing every year medical expenses. Kevin, appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. Crawling back to you. We have many great insurance agents in Rutherford County. The trouble is, most of them really don't work for you and me. That's why I only recommend the independent agents of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They've helped many of my clients get the home and auto insurance coverages they need while also saving them hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. See if you're wasting money on home and auto insurance today by calling Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 898-0053. That's 898-0053. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher with Reliant Realty. Are you thinking about selling your home? Do you know what your home is worth? Call me at Reliant Realty to find out. 615-445-5073. That's 615-445-5073. Or go online right now and find out at www.homevalue615.com. Again, that's www.homevalue615.com. Call me at Reliant Realty, 615-445-5073. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Spark with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio. It just doesn't get any stronger than Financial Truth on this show. You know, I don't listen to much financial talk anymore. you got a couple of them that are still in the mix. I know uh, if you listen to this show, you probably tune into those shows as well. 
there's a lot of differences of financial coaching radio. But we get a little boring sometimes, I'll admit that. We talk about some topics, you're like, hey, I don't really, really want to know that. Or financial talk isn't my thing. But sometimes we're a little bit more entertaining. But above all of that, it's about truth and transparency. Look, the financial industry is loaded with folks that don't know what the heck they're doing. And they don't care if they know what the heck they're doing. They're in it because they think they, uh, they're they proud of what they do. They think they're, they're special for what they do. But they have no interest in putting your interest ahead of their own. They're in it for money. And there's nothing wrong with money. I am a capitalist. But when it comes to helping people make better financial moves, you've got to know who your advisor truly serves. And as far as the other radio shows, you know, they're in it to kind of promote themselves. And there's nothing wrong with self-promotion, but when self-promotion gets above and beyond the truth of the the truth of the information and providing that to the listener, you're doing a great disservice. Well, I don't know if I'm perfect at it, but we'd strive every day to make sure you got the best information. Tune in anytime at financialcoachingradio.com or every weekday right here on WGNS at 4 o'clock. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, and I'm out for today. Check out JasonQuallsCFP.com for more. JasonQuallsCFP.com. Jason Qualls, CFP.com.